Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Today, the Hall of Fame and Pain returns with myself, Bully Ray, and my tag team partner, Mark Henry. We're getting right into it today. Lots of good talk, including Matt Riddle. Is he getting the job done on SmackDown? Mark Henry will give us his take. Also, CM Punk, banged up, injured, needs surgery. The entire AEW World Heavyweight Championship title picture is up in the air. How's it all going to play out? Me and Mark will discuss and the talk of the town. MJF, the pipe bomb of all pipe bomb promos delivered last week on Dynamite. Me and Mark are going to look at it, talk about it, probably disagree about it, but that's the beauty of it all. Tune in, turn it up. We are the Busted Open Podcast want to thank everybody out there from sea to shining sea who's joining us live if you're listening prove it let me and mark know that prove you it are out there uh take a screen cap of your device whether it's on your uh, your cell phone your radio your radio in the car don't do it while you're driving though and uh put it up there on the old twitter machine and at myself, uh, Bully Ray and Mark Henry and Busted Open and Serious and let the world know that you're listening. We'll probably give you the old retweet, brother. Uh, before we went to break, Mark said that some of the biggest news coming out of last night out of SmackDown was Riddle and out of Rampage was CM Punk. I thoroughly agree on the Punk situation. Punk defeating Hangman Page just about a week ago at Double or Nothing severely limping to the ring um uh last night when he made his entrance he's obvious got he needs surgery broke something tore something not quite sure of the extent of it but will not be able to defend his championship at a forbidden door now mark maybe you can shed a little bit more light on the situation do you know the extent of cm punk's injury and what exactly are they doing? You, you don't know the extent of the I injury. don't. What I wanted to, I was going to ask you what what was said. Did anybody say anything? Because I saw him limping. And I said, you know, what's, what's up? And he just went like this. Just shook his head, no. Like, and I not was good. like, damn. Like, 
anytime he said he had to have surgery. That's what he said on the on on the on the show. Like anytime somebody has to have surgery, that shit ain't good. No, but it's 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 the situation with the relinquishing of the uh, of the championship, and he's not relinquishing the championship, is he? No, not from what he said, he was not. So to me, that means you know you might have an injury that's a six week injury. So if you have, because you can have surgery on 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 your foot or ankle or whatever, if they put a pin in it or a plate or whatever. You just got to let it heal up to the uh, point to where the pain is tolerable. If I have my information correct, it sounds like next week on Dynamite, they're going to have a battle royal. And the winner of that battle royal is going to go on to fight John Moxley later in the night. Now, the winner of that match between the battle royal guy and John Moxley will then go on to Forbidden Door to fight somebody from New Japan. And then they will be crowned the interim AEW champion. And then when CM Punk comes back, they're going to unify the championships. Do I have my information correct? Can somebody give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I, I, over I, here? I, I wish that I knew because I have no clue about, you know, I'm, I'm not on the socials as much as other people are. Um, the one thing that I, I do feel like I have a grasp of is that injury is bad, but if eight weeks, I might relinquish the title, have a tournament for it, have the number one contenders go at it for it, something. But six weeks, bully, I might just suck it up and say, you know what? We're going to hold on to the title, let everything happen around it. And then when CM Punk comes back, there we go. We back off and running. I, I don't. I don't know if he's going to be ready to go in six weeks if he needs surgery. You know, he is a little bit older now, as we both know. You know, the older you get, the the, the longer it takes uh, for stuff to stuff heal. To um, I don't know where I just went. I just disappeared. Can you still see me, Mark? Can you, oh yeah. Can you still hear me? Oh yeah. <laughs> Am I still here? Am I still beautiful? Um, it does take time to heal. I just don't know why he didn't uh, relinquish the championship or why Tony Khan and AEW wouldn't have him relinquish the championship. Although I don't mind this idea and this setup because it, it promotes some interesting television. Like next week on Dynamite, you got to watch the Battle Royal. You're going to want to obviously see whoever wins that Battle Royal go on to face Mox. We're going to see the, the winner of that match face somebody from New Japan. I'm assuming it's going to be Moxley. Now, if Moxley were to face somebody from New Japan to crown the new uh, AEW champion. I mean, if, if you're giving me Moxley and Okada, something like that, wow, that's a really big deal. Uh, Guns, I know you threw something up here in the chat, or Ariel, you threw something up here in the chat. I can't read it right now. Can you clarify for us what we are, what the information is out there right now, what the rumors are out there right now about how this is all going to go down? Yes, yeah, so you were basically correct in this that there is going to be a battle royal on Wednesday's Dynamite. Okay, and then the winner of the battle royal faces Moxley, correct? Yep, correct. 
And then the winner of that match will face somebody from New Japan at Forbidden Door, but we don't know who that person is yet, correct? Correct. And then the winner of that match will be the interim AEW World Heavyweight Champion, correct? Correct again. And then when CM Punk returns, the interim AEW Champion will face CM Punk, who hasn't relinquished his championship, to crown the unified AEW Champion. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Circle, Circle gets, the, gets square. the square. Johnny, tell me what I've won. Nothing. I've well, won my, nothing. We, we've talked about, like, all the big stuff that happened this week. And Miro came back. Well, is Miro going to play a factor in this? I hope so. I loved Miro's uh, vignette before he came back on. I love the warrior of God type of personality he has or the fallen warrior from grace personality that he has sometime he floats in and out of both uh, I, I love what i see from miro uh obviously in the ring he is what he is but if miro was one of those guys i wouldn't complain at all what about you mark man i wouldn't complain at all i i, I we just finished the, the owen hart foundation tournament we can't do another tournament it's going to have to be a series of matches. Like, I mean, just from my perspective, as a fan of pro wrestling, um, man, you got Okada and all of these people coming around, you know, from New Japan. And then you have the Moxley's, the Daniel, Brian Danielson, um, Miro. Like, there, there's about six guys, Bully, that they can carry the load. Mark, one of the one of the things that I did not like last night about what Punk said, um, okay, he said that go. there were, huh? That's all right. Here we go. No, it, it wasn't horrible, but just check this out. When he said that there was a lot of guys, a lot of talent, a lot of wrestlers in the back who were deserving of being the interim champion, he mentioned Danielson, and I think he mentioned Moxley. Now, did he mention MJF? He didn't mention MJF. My point is, he didn't mention any homegrown AEW stars. He mentioned former WWE stars. I would have liked to have hear Punk reference an AEW guy. So if he would have talked about Danielson and Moxley and then Hangman Page or one of the other up and coming AEW stars or one of the you younger know, AEW I thought about that when you you saying that now that crossed my mind. I think he should have put credibility Wardlow. on you just took the words right out of my mouth. He should have referenced homegrown AEW talent. Because I believe AEW is getting a lot of flack these days for relying too much on ex-WWE guys at times. There's that conversation that is going around. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying that's a conversation going around. Uh, rumors, speculation. But I think he could have just added some credibility by, by mentioning a younger guy, just like a Wardlow or a Hangman Page all over again. What do you think? Uh I think we need the fans of pro wrestling need to quit acting like they know every damn thing, because if it was their football team or their basketball team and LeBron came to their team, they would be like, Oh, hell yeah. Brady left the Patriots and went to Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay fans. 
I saw more Tampa Bay jerseys than I ever seen in my life. Tell me I'm lying. When you go to another team, you go to another franchise, another club, whatever sport you play, you cease to be what the hell you was and you become what you are. And that is an employee, a talent, a commodity of the company that you work for. If Ariel was at iHeart and then she came over to Sirius XM, everything before don't mean nothing. It's all about Sirius XM. It's all about the branding of where she lands on Fight Nation. That's important. We our, our new producer came Paul. over from came over from WWE, Paul. He doesn't work for them no more. He's got a job to do at Sirius XM and Fight Nation. That's where you live now. So I don't I don't buy into the our guys, their guys. You're all AEW guys. I, I hear just one more thing to divide people. I, I I totally understand what you're saying. I just would have liked to have heard Punk talk about a homegrown AEW guy. Just what about the in, murder hall? I mean, yeah, he's not on the tip of everybody's tongue, but I can understand. Just throw but you somebody. Can put him in there with anybody. You you saw the match he had with Moxley a few months ago. Uh, all I wanted to do is hear Punk mention somebody, and you brought up a great name in Wardlow uh, because Wardlow is on his way. And uh, I, I think when the time is right, and I'm not saying the time is right right now, that Wardlow as your AEW World Heavyweight Champion will be a, a big match with a huge payoff. Um, so it's going to, you know what? I do feel bad for Punk because you could see the, you know, his eyes welling up with tears. Obviously, this injury comes at a shitty uh, time for him and the company. I thought it was a smart idea to get the championship off of Hangman Page and on to Punk. Um, but now we'll see what happens. Although the way they have this uh, set up, there is intrigue behind it. Um, you're going to have to tune in to see who wins this battle royal. Moxley obviously is going to be a favorite going into this. And what big New Japan star uh, will the winner of that match uh, face? So Forbidden Door is shaping up to be a, a quite interesting show, an intriguing show, and a show that you know damn well that every AEW fan is going to be uh, extremely interested in. I remember in Ring of Honor, when Ring of Honor was working with New Japan, those were some of the biggest shows, some of the biggest houses, because people always loved the crossover of Ring of Honor talent and New Japan talent. I think the same thing is going to happen with AEW and New Japan. All right, Mark, let's take another break. The phone calls keep coming in, 877-344-4893, 877-344-4893. We appreciate everybody listening this morning, no matter where you are out there, whether you're in Portland, uh, whether you're in Portland, Point Pleasant, whether you're in Poughkeepsie or Piscataway, um, 
we, we appreciate you. Thanks for screen capping and getting out Love there on peace. the old social machine with us. And uh, as Mark said, the big story coming out of SmackDown last night was Riddle. And we're going to get into Shinsuke Nakamura and Riddle versus the Usos when the Hall of Fame and Pain returns here on a Saturday morning edition of the best, the greatest, the biggest, the baddest, the bestest pro wrestling show on the entire planet we are warmer sunnier days are calling fuel up for them with factors no prep no mess meals meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart protein plus and keto factors fresh never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes so no matter how busy you are you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious great tasting meals With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Busted open. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Back here on Busted Open, Mark Henry, Bully Ray, Hall of Fame and Pain Edition. Thank you for joining us this morning, one hour in, two hours ago. Mark, what'd you have for us? Now, this this is when I got into rock and roll. Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi. Slippery Went Wet. Like, was the album, the first album that I ever bought that was rock music. Bon Jovi, Slippery Went Wet, was the first rock album went, went to bought. the went to the tower record store oh love because i saw the shit on mtv and i could not believe that i was doing this the song sweet child of mine you were doing the stevie wonder head bob the sweet child of mine i was doing that and i was like i'm buying that album it made it made me feel it made me move and and that's what I feel about wrestling. People sometimes don't know why they like something. They just feel it. As if you listen to the crowd, there were a couple of like false finishes that that the um that the Bucks and uh the Lucha Brothers did last night. Yep. That they got me. I'm 50 years old, man. I've been watching wrestling since I was nine that I can remember. And I'm, oh, I'm holding my head like this. <laughs> Son of a gun, they got me, they got me. And that's what it's about. You can call it a spot fest. You can call it whatever you want to. It was exciting, great wrestling. And if I didn't work for the company, I would have paid to see it. You know, when I listen 
when I watch a, a spot fest wrestling match, I'll just compare the the young bucks to a band. And this band is the Ramones. The Ramones were very much a spot fest band. The Ramones played really fast and really loud all the time, uh, much like Motorhead did. But the Ramones basically had three chords that they played and they just mixed them up. You know, the Ramones were spot fest punk rock, but I still love the Ramones. Every song was like less than three minutes and they started every song off the same way. One, two, three, four. And then they just go into it. God bless DD Ramone and every other Ramone out there. Um, so th there's a place for it. The same way that I can appreciate uh, the band Rush, which is not spot fest music. It's very complicated, very psychologically induced music. I can appreciate their moans. So there's a spot there for everybody. We've talked about this so much, just as long as every single match is not doing the same spot fest over and over again. All right, I want to bring us back on topic because at the top of the show, you said that the one thing that stood out last night was Riddle. And you talked about it a little bit um riddle and nakamura tell me why things are working so well for matt riddle the the biggest thing is is you can tell that matt riddle wants it you can look in his eyes and, and steve regal used to say this back in the day it starts with your eyes and then it goes to your heart and then it comes out in your performance. What, what I mean by that and what Mr. Regal meant by that was if you stand across from a wrestler or you shine a camera in the wrestler's face, you can see whether or not he believes who he is. You, you can see right through the bullshit. Are you ready to fight me? to win that's what i'm putting down are you picking it up then it's got to get in your heart you got to love it not only do you got to love it but when it gets painful you gotta suck that shit up when you get frustrated with i, I don't want to do this but i'm gonna do it anyway it's in your heart and are you competitive? Are you going to let this dude outwork you? And I've been slapped before. Wake up, man. What are you thinking about? Let's go. All right. You want to go? Let's, yeah, let's go. Now everybody's awake. That's in your heart. Your performance and how people perceive you is hyper important. All of those things go together. You can't have just one of those elements. You got to have all three of them. Bully is a Hall of Famer because he had all three elements. You can't see through his shit. And he calls himself a bully because that's how he feels. Step to me. I'll bully you. I'm going to do it respectfully. But you can't beat me. That's his mentality. So when, when I see Riddle stand there, I can see it in his eyes. 
everybody already know what they see from his work, the floating bros, the all of the, the, the maneuvers. But I know for a fact that Riddle done been frustrated before. He had his heart broken by the business. He had the dummy down because he had Randy Orton in the ring with him. And damn it, Randy is one of the top 10 best wrestlers ever. So in order for Riddle, <clears throat> excuse me, in order for Riddle to be seen, you had to remove Randy. He got the rub. Now it's time for him to fend for himself. They gave him another shot last night. They had him go out there with Shinsuke. Then they took Shinsuke away and said, go. Let everybody see you. The light is on you. And now you take and Shinsuke. And it worked. It and here work. we are talking about it. Because you take Shinsuke out of the equation. Shinsuke bangs up his knee. The referee throws up the X. Uh, they come and they help him off. Shinsuke says, you know, keep fighting. Keep fighting. And Riddle fights and he fights and he fights and there's hope and there's more hope. And then when you when it looks like Riddle is actually in position to get the victory, Roman Reigns music hits and everything basically stops. And you think here comes Roman and then Riddle gets pushed off. He takes a he, he takes a splash from the top rope. The Usos get to one, two, three. And then we cut to the back and we see that it's uh, it's Sami Zayn in the truck, in the audio truck, yeah. who basically bullied or paid off the audio guy to play Roman Reigns' music. So Sammy uh, weaseling his way in even more into the bloodline. Uh, and and I'm, uh, I'm liking this story about how Sami Zayn is trying to chase the hug of the bloodline and how the bloodline continues to use Sami Zayn. So uh, even in losing the oos. match last night, yeah, oos. What up, Oose? Even losing the match last night, Riddle still got, got over. over because it's the way that they did it. It's really, this is sometimes <clears throat> why I get frustrated with some WWE stuff. And when I say frustrated, I, it just, I, I, want, I want to use that word literally. And I don't get mad or anything like that, frustrated because I see that when the WWE really puts their time and effort into a talent getting over, it truly works. I wish they invested that much time in everybody. Now they might turn around and go, we actually do invest that much time in everybody and everybody, but it doesn't click all the time. And I do see that point also, but it's definitely clicking with Matt Riddle. And uh, this is a guy who Mark, I've told you before, when I saw him from day one, I just, I didn't get, he seemed like a goofy version of RVD and I just, I wasn't on board with it and he has slowly but surely won me over and what you said is very important. They've now taken Randy away. They got you comfortable with Matt Riddle sharing the spotlight with Randy Orton and just when they had grown so much that they've grown out of the spotlight, Randy slips away and now there's more spotlight for Matt Riddle. He's uh, slow and steady wins the race. It's been a slow burn with him. I think he's getting over. Go ahead, Mark. I'm going to tell you the difference between uh, RVD and, um, Matt Riddle. and Riddle. 
Riddle was a competitive fighter. He was he was he was a guy that had MMA fights against dogs, against real people. He might seem goofy because he plays goofy. It's a difference between playing something and being something. Did you ever see the time that him and Goldberg crossed paths at that at that party? Did I see and it? Goldberg had said something about him being goofy and aloof and yada 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 and Riddle's like, "Hey, won't you tell the old man to put us in a match together?" See how goofy I am. I'll kick your ass, you old bastard. <laughs> he went, hey, hey, Goldberg ain't no little bitty dude, but Riddle didn't give a shit about his size, his stature, how much money he made, how many wrestling matches he had. Riddle was like, man, I'll stretch your ass. Anybody that's willing to do that, I, I got a co-sign for him. He played goofy. That dude's a killer. You can you can go up there and think you're gonna whoop him because he's 200 pounds if you want to. Go on, go ahead. You're gonna get your clothes dirty. That's what we used to say where I'm from. <laughs> you wanna tussle with somebody that know how to fight? You better get your clothes dirty. Riddle will dirty you up. Um, I I I I definitely agree with you in that because Riddle knows what he's doing. He he's uh he, you know, he's a, a mixed martial artist, uh, fought in the octagon, can fight. He can take a beating and he can sure as hell dish one uh, out. Um, where do you see Riddle going from here, Mark? Do you truly think the sky is the limit for a Matt Riddle? Championship material. Say That's again? what he is. Championship material. World heavyweight championship World material. heavyweight championship material because people feel for him. People love him. It's the hardest thing in, in the world wrestling business to get. It's sympathy and affection. Now you can, you can have Riddle not do the scooter. You can have Riddle. You can always have Riddle dial stuff back and say, you know what? It says it in the Bible. It's once... I was a child and I did childish things. And then I grew up and I had to act as a man and not put away my childish things. Riddle can do that at any time. We always say that wrestling is the Bible. It's good versus evil. <laughs> it's, it's simple psychology. There's no doubt. Black hat, white hat, good versus evil, bad versus good. Uh, it, it, it's quite, it's quite simple. And and people are invested in Riddle. Not and and a lot of the young kids are invested in Riddle, which is very very important because if you can get the young kids invested in Riddle, they're going to turn into you know fans their whole life. They're going to sympathize with him. Once again, uh, you know when the Usos took out uh, Riddle and. Orton a couple of weeks ago, I thought the WWE did a fantastic job of shooting the fans in the crowd to get their reactions, the little kids crying, the look of horror on people's faces. 
because of the physicality that they brought. So, Mark, I agree with you. Uh, if, if fans out there have a take on Riddle, we'd love to hear from you. And there's so many people on hold, and we appreciate you hanging on. I want to get to everybody to out there. We're definitely going, going to. They want to talk about things that we haven't necessarily talked about. It seems like a lot of people want to talk about MJF, and we're still going to get into that conversation uh, a little bit later on during the show. We'll take a break here. We'll come back. Um, we gotta. We 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 might have to dive into that Bucks, uh, Bucks match again. We have so much from SmackDown and Rampage to cover. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morris. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on Busted Open, it's a Hall of Fame and Pain Saturday. Rocky like a hurricane. Rocky like a hurricane with the Scorps. Steve Austin. That's Steve Austin, yeah. (laughs) Yep. One brain, one brain. There you go. Steve Austin loves the Scorpions. Uh, A couple of quick hits before we get into this MJF uh, conversation Mark, um, I gave a shout out to the truckers earlier on. You gave a shout out to the post men and the post women. Well, CT wants to give a shout out on the old Twitter machine. CT says, shout out to all my fellow garbage men out there and women that are doing their their trash route and listening to busted open like me. So hell yeah. Shout out to all the trash men and trash women taking out, picking up the trash. The sanitation workers love it, love it, and, and I didn't know. I didn't know any time that a, a a group of folks reach out and say, "Hey, we listen to," man, I love that. And Mark, got to give you your flowers right here. I have a friend of mine um, that was never a wrestling fan, and uh, she started listening to the show um, a couple of years ago, and she said. Uh, man, I love Mark Henry. He knows wrestling. He's a smart man. Combined with your knowledge and perspective, I think I enjoy you two just as much as any other combination on the show. Great show so far. Have a great day. So you've earned a new fan, Mark Henry. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you so much for the kind words. So you're getting yourself over, kid. I think you got a future in this business. If you keep <laughs> working hard, I think you might go someplace one day and maybe sign a nice, big, fat, downsized guarantee. Ooh. Ariel, give me a thumbs up I'm or a thumbs dirty. down. All right, good. I like it when Ariel gives me a thumbs up because we know that Ariel truly deep down inside is an evil little woman who keeps slaves in her basement chained to the wall. That's what Um, I was told. (laughs) That's what, that's the feeling I get when I, when like, you know, people are like too nice. Yeah. And then you think of wild, uh, wild bill. No Buffalo bill, Buffalo bill. Yeah. Put yeah. the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion on its skin. It does so or it gets the hose again. Yeah. Ariel Simpson is the Buffalo Bill of Busted Open. Yeah, Make she no evil. mistakes about it. 
pure evil, evil incarnate, middle name, Satan, Satan. Um, the talk of the wrestling world this past week, Mark, uh, was MJF's promo from Dynamite. For those of you who might not have heard it, we got some clips. So let's throw to the promo real quick. Here's MJF from Dynamite this past Wednesday. See, all the other boys, they get to settle for being great. I have to be perfect because I'm the 26-year-old who is constantly held under a microscope because I'm the only guy who is capable of carrying this company on my back as I have for months. Just a little. It's funny. It's funny I hear booze, but I also hear clapping. That's interesting. That's interesting. Where were you guys? Where were you guys this whole weekend when you were calling me an unprofessional piece of shit? I'm just curious. You're not the only problem. No, it's the boys in the back, too. Because the boys in the back all want my spot. Well, guess what? You want my spot. You can have it. Because I don't want to be here anymore. Now let's talk about you fans, huh? You people call yourself fans. You're not fans. You're uneducated marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. MJF telling the wrestling fans, more specifically, the uneducated wrestling marks, you don't know shit. But that wasn't the worst of what he said. What was the, the worst, worst of the, what he said in your opinion? The worst of Mark? what he said, in my opinion, is would you treat a boss? Would you treat me better if I was a former WWE guy? And it's like you take a you take a premium on guys that have already been built and have already been put in a position of power. You value that more than you value me. That's heavy. That's heavy duty stuff. Like you starting a, a riot. You you're starting a war when you do that. So are you in favor of what MJF said during his promo or are you not in favor of it? What I'm in favor of is the point that he made. I signed a deal. I exceeded the expectation of my deal. You brought people in from this place and that place and they got paid more money than I did. Like, hello, I exceeded what I was, bump me up. Hold on. I got to stop you right there. Make me. I got to ask you a question. When somebody says they exceeded their deal, does he have a clause in his contract that says if you hit more than more, more than 100 home runs, you get a bonus? He I don't, should. Oh, he should, but he probably doesn't. So I believe that he believes he's gone above and beyond. I believe that 
he believes he should be getting more money, but there's no incentive clause in his contract. Remember when MJF signed this, he wasn't the same MJF the day he signed his contract that he is now. So he probably doesn't have incentives in his contract. And what would an incentive in a pro wrestling contract look like? Well, if you hit a minute by minute, that exceeds this mark in the ratings, or if your quarter hour exceeds this, or if your merchandise exceeds this. So how do we, how do we decipher? How do we quantify whether or not he is exceeding what his contract states? Um, That would be for him to divulge that information. Cause like, I, I don't know. And I don't, I don't look at people's contracts, uh, but what I, the fact that he said that, that that was, you know, a little bit stiff. That was a little stiff. And, you know, like, there was some F words directed at Tony. And, you know, like, come on, man. You know, I, I, I try to sit. I don't go to meetings. I coach individually. I teach psychology individually. I go out in the communities with our group and try to make the AEW world better and bigger. Bro, like, I cannot side with MJF when it comes to the arguing arguing with the boss, with, with Tony, because he did sign a deal. But also look at it like, how many guys have you seen, Bully? They come in, they ball out, and then the next year they say, hey, we're going we're gonna to bump you up. And they do because they can. They just haven't done it yet. And I can't say what are you waiting on because that ain't my place. I know my role. But MJF, he can say whatever he wants to because it's, it affects him every day. I don't care if people call this a work. I don't care if people call it a shoot. And Mark, you know damn well that if it's on television, okay, if Tony Khan is putting a live microphone in MJF's hand and allowing him to go out there and say what he wants to say that what we're seeing is in the context of sports entertainment because if mjf was to go out there and he started saying things that he wasn't supposed to say forget about f-bombs anything else they'd cut his mic a lot earlier they'd go to black in an instant they'd throw to commercial in an instant this is a beautiful part of this story. I enjoy it. The number one reason I enjoy it is it's got people talking. And that's the number one thing you want to do. I believe that MJF believes that he should be earning more money. I also think that Tony Khan agrees with MJF. I think Tony Khan probably believes that MJF has exceeded expectations and would be more than happy to pay MJF more money if MJF were to sign a contract right now. But if MJF signs a contract right now, then he can't negotiate with two different companies because Mm. that would be 
breach. I think that's where the gray area lies. Do I know this for a fact? Absolutely not. Do I think by kind of reading the writing on the wall that that's what's going on? Yes. Nonetheless, nonetheless, it it, it ain't no doubt. Much like everybody thought what's going on. There's people who still think that CM Punk's pipe bomb was a shoot. Wrestling companies will never take a chance on a situation like that, especially with what went on with MJF last week with him. You know, the rumors about him no showing the uh, uh, the meet and greet and then whether, you know, he showed up, he, he put Wardlow over and then he comes back. You, you wouldn't if, if you were a promoter, Mark, if you were a booker, if you were Tony Khan, would you hand MJF a live microphone on your show not knowing what he was going to go out there and say. Yes, I would. Okay. But you would- I, w- I would, there would be parameters. I would go over it with him and I would want to know what all is being said. And I'm not going to micromanage you, but give me the gist. You know what I'm saying? But don't go out there and, and 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 tell me f me and you know I'm a mark and um you know like I take do it would you treat me different if I was if I came from somewhere like come on man why would you do that but isn't that because a he's a bad guy but isn't he's that a tapping bad dude. In, isn't that tapping into a real story isn't this kind of like a very real modern day issue that's going on right now this is very real yeah but that's with all sports that's with all that's not just wrestling you look at the san francisco 49ers right now their star wide receiver running back they line him up at wildcat quarterback he had more touchdowns than anybody on the team and he's he's like the 12th or 14th paid highest paid wide receiver He's like, man, bump me up. I'm not playing for y'all until you until I do. Trade me. I don't, don't want to be here no more. He ain't the only one. Kyler Mayer, the quarterback over at the Cardinals. He wants more money. He's not playing. He's not going to camps and stuff. He's like, man, bump me up, make my make my stuff comparable. Yeah, but at least MJF's still showing up. But you signed the deal. You signed the deal. And MJF is showing up. He's showing up. Well, not not now. I didn't see him. What do you mean you didn't see him? They took took him off all of social media. That's their decision. He still showed up and put Wardlow over. He still showed up to Dynamite. That's true. He did do that. He did that. He showed up to Dynamite. He was booked. I think what they're doing is awesome. Dreamers seems to think they backed themselves into a corner. I don't think so. I will say this. I saw something on social media that had me scratching my head when Tony Khan came out and this was a a fan cam uh, taken video. Tony Khan came out and started to address the crowd and they were chanting for MJF. Busted open is part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President, 
of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation program director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.